to Noah's window. We've been in the Old Testament. We're staying in the Old Testament today. But today I want to go over to the book of Psalms. Uh, chapter 25 is a prayer of David. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, I was really taken by a passage um, in, uh, this is chapter 25, jumping into verse 16, where David said, Turn to me and have mercy, for I'm alone and in deep distress. And before I go on, I think it's noteworthy that yesterday we're talking about Manasseh when he was in deep distress, and here David's in deep distress. So he said, Turn to me and have mercy, for I'm alone and in deep distress. My problems go from bad to worse. Oh, save me from them all. Feel my pain and see my trouble. Forgive all my sins. Isn't that a powerful prayer? It it just really captured me. You know when you read that, Mm -hmm. it it really got, got to me. You know, uh, we, we so often think about these legendary characters in the Bible or even in American history. We just see them in these glowing um, monument kind of lives. And yet, like take Lincoln, if you will. I mean, he's this massive figure that we see in the memorial. And yet, if you actually look at his presidency, it was, it was very so painful, much trouble. so much yes. trouble. And I think you see that in the case of David. I think mm-hmm. even though we look at him as one of the greatest humans in history, he definitely had a lot of problems in his in his kingdom. And he said here his problems are going from bad to worse. Yeah, and you know, I often wonder uh, how David felt about just things in his family. Mm-hmm. Because as we look back at the story of David and we hear him talk about these difficulties, we normally think about them being military difficulties or mm-hmm. palace intrigue. But we also know David had a lot of turmoil in his family. Right. I mean, you know, I don't know, was it the problem with Amnon? And Tamar, was it the problem with Absalom and Amnon? I don't know. And then he had other complexities in his family relationships with his brothers and his nieces and nephews. And there was all kinds of But there's one thing that I think all of us can like immediately find a bond with David because David David has reached a new low and a new desperation in his prayer. And, And here's how he says it. And this is what really resonates, I think, with all of us. He said, my problems have gone from bad to worse. Mary Alice, let me ask you how you feel about this. I know in my life, and you know probably from watching me, I, I'm, my nature is, okay, I can handle this. I can handle this. I can handle this. A lot of times when we have problems that are bad, we sort of, we sort of bake them into our scenario. And we say, okay, I have bad problems, but I think I can handle this. But then when it gets worse, it's like that's when it, it's just like our, our well-crafted ideas about what we're able to do and how we're able to manage just fall apart in pieces in our lap. We have our limit and then we feel overwhelmed and out of control. Yeah. Of course, we're never really in control. Um, and and I, one of the things that just really stood out to me is when David said to God, he's praying, fill my pain. Fill my fill pain. pain. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Uh, interesting request it is and especially when it's followed by forgive all my sins so there seems to be a connection and we would know this from David's story I'm sure a good bit of his pain comes from his sins right as with all of us as with all of us are the sins of just all these complexities that we're talking about around us there's his legitimate enemies the other nations that are attacking him there's all the complexities within his family the rebellion all those horrible things so but but I can just I can just resonate with this as he's talking to God, feel my pain. Oh, I know. I mean, just think about that prayer. To me, we see a lot of intimate prayers that David prays to God, but I don't know that there's, this may be the most intimate prayer of all. Mm. Feel my pain, forgive my sins. Mm. You know what that makes me think of, and I'm sure this is true as a father, but as a mother, 
if my child is hurting, I literally can feel, I feel the pain when they're suffering pain. And I think that's the kind of father God is to us. Yeah, you know the uh, imaginary gods of mythology, they were all capricious pretty mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. And yet our true God, our real God, he did feel our pain. He came to the earth mm, yes. as Jesus, God's son. He suffered rejection. He suffered hatred, abuse, scorn, and then, of course, very literal pain. Uh, not just throughout his life, but very literal pain on Calvary. And it is good to know that our Savior has experienced the same pain that we feel and much more. The book of Hebrews says we don't have a high priest that can't be touched right. with the feeling of our infirmities. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. the high priest in those days couldn't be touched. Mm -hmm. But yet the Bible says we have a high priest who can be touched with the feeling of our pain, our suffering, our weakness. And you think about our pain and our suffering and our weakness and what Jesus did on the cross and, and, and the scripture tells us actually we are healed because of what he did. So we have something to look forward to. Um, whether it's you know in the days or weeks ahead or in eternity that's out ahead far ahead of us that ultimately we're going to be delivered from all pain yeah and all suffering because of what Jesus did on the cross well I think you know someone says the only scars in heaven mm -hmm. you know and I would assume that he will still have the scars in heaven so I think all throughout eternity we'll be able to see indicators of how he suffered pain for us so that we can be delivered mm -hmm. I think that's a wonderful note to, to uh, end the week on. What a prayer. Feel my pain. Forgive mm -hmm. my sins. Forgive my sins. And I think we can all pray that prayer along yeah. Oh my. Yes. Mark, would you lead us in prayer today? Father, we are so thankful that we know you already do both things. You feel our pain. And for those of us who have put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, you have forgiven our sins. And you've cleansed us. Father, thank you. Uh, even when things go from bad to worse, that we know we're not alone, that we can fall upon you, and that you're our God and that you're at work in our lives. You're at work even when we don't feel it, as we sang last weekend at New Spring. We love you so much. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, the weekend's coming up. You want to That's talk right. about that? Well, I actually have one more message in the supernatural, Spirit-filled family living. This is the last one. Uh, I, I really have more messages, but I'm out of time. <laughs> it's almost time for the, uh, the family ministry weekend and then also for the new series, Promised Land, which I'm very excited about mm -hmm. too. But I got one more message. And to me, this is perhaps the most practical of all the messages in Supernatural. So it's coming this week. So you don't want to miss that. Whether you're on campus or online, uh, you'll want to join us. The services on the weekend will be at 4 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, they do actually repeat that if you're watching online on Saturday. They'll repeat it at 5.30. And then on Sunday, it's 9.15 and 11.15. But we'd love to have you on campus. That's right. Join with us. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll see you next week here on Noah's Window. God bless. God bless.